Hello and welcome back to the Forever Love podcast. Thank you for joining me and for listening in. Um, In the last podcast, I spoke about the beginning of the end and I left off with me relocating um, to outside London. Now, one of the things I wanted to bring up was at this stage of my life when I was moving, I was not in a good place physically, financially. I was not in a good place um, emotionally, especially. Um, Once I left the matrimonial, when I left the matrimonial home, I was in a serious amount of debt. Now, I won't go into the details of why I was in that debt, but I was in a serious amount of debt and I had invested a lot of money um, in the relationship, I invested a lot of money um, whilst I was in the relationship so that left me in an unspeakable amount of debt Um, and I had certain people um, say to me things like, you know, you've invested so much in this you know, it's not a good idea to leave at this point, don't leave, you know, you need to get a return on your investment, stay, and you know, people are going through worse things than you, than you, and you know, people are, you know, have gone through worse things, um, you know, marriage is about patience, and you know, well-meaning people, you know, I'm not going to, um, say that they didn't mean well I think that in their heart of hearts they meant well um but it's only you know how the shoe fits you basically and I was at a stage whereby I knew that I had lost enough not just financially um and you know, I, I I had the the prompting that you know that I had to leave, and um, and so I did. Um, and obviously, the questions you know when you have that kind of advice, the questions do come to your mind: Am I doing the right thing? And but you know, I I, I knew I was doing the right thing, even though my even though I didn't want to do it. So let me explain that. So I didn't want to leave, but every but God was telling me I had to leave. But everything I knew, you know, it, it went against everything the Bible was telling me. It went against everything I knew to be right. So here I am, um, knowing that I had to leave but not physically wanting to leave, not emotionally being ready to leave, even though that was what I wanted to do. And, you know, the people you surround yourself with will pay such a big part in your life. And I remember this blessed um, person who was just an angel, he, he, he really was an angel and he was actually a, he's a pastor and um, even though you know I had you know obviously I had the advice from people to stay and I also had advice from people who were very very 
extremely close to me to you know who could see what was going on and um they 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 they, they you know these people who are older than me um uh, wiser than me um they knew that what was going on wasn't right and um they had advised me to leave um but you know i wanted to kind of hold on to the marriage i guess um but this god god sent his faithful servant to speak to me <laughs> and i think that was when the penny dropped because this man had no connection to me you know when i say no connection to me he wasn't my parent he wasn't family you know he was very independent and an independent to an extent unbiased person and when he told me and gave me the advice that he gave me um that was when the penny really dropped and that was when i knew that okay um it's time to go um and like i said i was not in a good position <laughs> i was not in a, it, it, it would literally and you know once somebody actually said to me you know you're, you're gonna you're gonna throw all that away you're gonna start again but it was at that point that I realized I had no other choice than to start again because if I was to stay, I would be completely destroyed. Um, I, I would, you know, I may not have anything, and I didn't have anything at that point. Um, but I had my life. I had my life, and I had my drive, and I had God. You know, I had God, and I knew that that was enough that was enough for me to start again that was enough for me to rebuild my life and um that was what I did but you know I need to explain this part because that's not it it, that didn't just come that was a journey in itself because I remember um I think before I left um I spoke to my mum and my mum is just an angel I I have to I have to say my mum is a complete angel she was my rock still is you know she's just amazing her my dad as well um and I remember I had made my decision you know I'd spoken to one or two people I just thought you know what I I can't cope I can't cope um having a child and working and you know doing the school run picking up from here picking up from there you know those of you who are parents will have an understanding of what I'm talking about and to do all that by myself I was like how am I going to do all that you know and I my job is quite demanding so I said to my mom that you know and, and 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 mind you I remember exactly where I was when I said this to her and the reason why I was telling her I was just informing her I wasn't asking for her advice I didn't want her advice at this point I was just telling her what my decision was and that was to quit my job and to wait until my daughter so at that time my daughter was three years old and I said that I wanted to wait until she was 11 because by that time she'd be in secondary school and would be able to go to school by herself and be more independent and um, at that time I would now resume my career so this is what I was telling my mum because I've, I've, I've thought about it and I've thought about it from every angle financially physically every angle and I thought that yeah, I just can't do it it's just not going to be possible so the best thing for me would be to leave my job, go on to benefits. The benefits would pay for my accommodation, my house or my flat, whichever one they'd give me, I'd make do. 
it would also give me some money um and we'd 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 make do that was my decision that was what I was going to do and my mum looked at me (laughs) she looked at me and 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 she and I think you know she knew how serious I was about this and she uh I will never forget this day um she said to me that my dear daughter I've had it both ways I've been in a position where I've had nothing absolutely nothing no money no way to feed um you children and she said there's nothing worse than looking in your children's eyes and not being able to give them what you want to give them you know she said there's no love without money you know if you love somebody you need the money to provide for them and do what you need to do for them and she said I've also had it whereby I've had more than enough you know I've been able to do everything I want and so much more not just for you kids but for myself and she said she she said I know which one is better I know which one is more enjoyable I know which one I will choose come rain come shine time and time again she said you can't quit your job she said you have to continue she said if anything you have to work harder I will never forget that she said work so that you will be able to afford to be able to if you have to employ someone to look after her while you're you know trailblazing you know going from here going from there employ somebody very very good to look after her so you can fulfill your dreams at that stage I just finished doing my professional exams and they took a toll they 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 were not easy exams (laughs) by any means and I invested a lot of time into doing them and I was qualified at that point and she was like you're gonna waste all that and sit at home for how many years she was like no no you just can't you just can't she said give it all you have give it all you have and my lord and my god will strengthen you and keep you and protect you and give you that boost he will put a blessing upon everything that you do and I held on to those words Hmm. I held on to those words and it, it it changed the trajectory of my life if I just think to myself if I had done if I hadn't had have you know explained to my mum what I wanted to do where and I just done what I you know without saying to her without telling her without seeking you know like I said I wasn't seeking advice at that point I was just telling her but if I hadn't done that so right now just be on benefits um right now just be you know depending on the government not fulfilling my potential not fulfilling my destiny not fulfilling my purpose just sitting down there going taking my daughter to school and bringing her back and that that is it can you imagine now please don't get me wrong you know if anyone's on benefits I'm not trying to put anybody down in any way shape or form um but this is not why my parents came to the UK and sacrificed all that they did um they they did that to give us a better life so that we wouldn't have to do the things that they did um but I I digress so um that that was a pivotal point for me you know hearing her say those words I thought to myself you know what I'm just going to try my best um if I come across closed doors I come across closed doors but I will not stop I kind of and, and she actually said this she said you know 
she said it in Yoruba, I'm going to translate it in, into English. She said, you have to pull up your trousers, buckle up your belt, you know. So basically prepare yourself, get ready, you know, and do what you need to do, you know. Do what you need to do to get to where you need to get to. So um, here I was now um, on my way to um, my new place, which I rented. So I rented um for two years um upon getting into my new property so what i did was i had a job in london okay and they had just extended my contract and i knew i had security for the next minimum of six months and it was more than likely going to be an ongoing contract because i'd been there i think for about six months before that and possibly six months before that so I've been there for about a year and um, the plan was to commute from um, my new the new area I was living in to London but that would be a minimum of probably one and a half hour commute and it would require me to be up about 5 a.m to make the train down to be able to get to that side of London because it was on the west side of london shepherd's bush to be exact yeah um when i calculated the journey the cost everything it just did not make sense um it was doable but it would mean me having to look for childcare for my daughter and who am i gonna um leave my daughter with at 5 a.m in the morning you know it was just like god what is going on here how can i do this and I just got the prompting to quit my job. And I was like, God, how can I quit my job? Like, where is the money going to come from? How am I going to do it? Now, let me just rewind a bit, actually. Let me rewind a bit, okay? Because I want to try and be as transparent as possible so that um, you see the trajectory of my life and that you see the ups and the downs, you know? Um, so... God was so faithful. I had gotten a. Uh, I'm just trying to remember now. I had gotten a contract. Um, and in getting that contract, I was very diligent with my spending. I was extremely diligent with my spending. So I was able to, by the only by the grace of God pay off a lot of my debt so not all of it but I was able to pay off a lot of it okay a lot of my debt and I had been made redundant from my so I'm getting into details now you guys ask for details I'm getting into details (laughs) I had been made redundant from one of from my from the last permanent role that I had and um from that redundancy obviously most place when you get made redundant you are given some um sometimes you're given some cash i was given some cash so that cash i put away i put away for a rainy day i just thought let me just put that away just in case especially because i knew i wanted to go into contracting so i just put it there as a safety buffer um yes yeah, so i just want yeah so i had that you know to kind of tie me over should anything go wrong i had that safety buffer and i'd paid off um 
a large sum of my debt but I still had quite I still had a relatively large sum to still pay off okay so it was not there was no sense in me not working there was no sense in me quitting my job going to an area outside London where I did not have a job I did not have I didn't know any agencies out there it's not like with London whereby I knew all my agencies I mean even when I was within employment I would still have agencies calling me to come and work here come and work there so I'd, I had a very strong network in London and the plan was was that where I was living it was close enough to London to be able to commute but God just said to me he wanted to give me rest he's not taking me to this new place for me to be coming and doing what I was doing in London all the up and down round and round you know going here going there stressful kind of you know it, it was a stressful was it? I was doing the rat race plus I had a, a child it was it was it was it was stressful <laughs> it was stressful and obviously moving out of London would make it even more stressful so God was like that's not what I'm trying to do for you quit your job I'll sort out the, the rest now one thing I want to make clear is that at almost every junction every time I had to make a move that would kind of progress my life it always consisted of me having to have faith there was never any certainty in every single step that I've had to take that has progressed my life there has never ever ever been any certainty it has always been me having to step out on the water in faith what has helped me is that when God when I had to do it the first time and God caught me so I'm stepping out in faith stepping out on the water and I'm actually walking it's given me the confidence to do it again and the more I do it the more confident I become the more rest assured I become that oh God is going to catch me especially when I know I've heard his voice in something because when I wanted to move even my parents were like where are you going like who do you know where you're going stay here you know you've got your family you've got your network you've got a good job stay here where are you going but I know I heard God's voice I know I heard it I heard it as clear as day so I had to step out in faith and kind of go against basically everything I was I was hearing and and do what what he said I should do so I did that and when I did that um so I got to 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 the area I moved everything we moved everything in and um during that time all I heard God say was rest rest now my human body was like very anxious because I was like how can I rest when I don't know how I'm going to pay the next rent I don't want to dig into my savings how am I going to pay the the rent how am I going to you know pay the school fees you know my daughter was in nursery she's going to private nursery how am I going to pay the school fees how am I going to do it because you know she has to go to nursery how am I going to do everything which one is rest but I just heard rest relax relax as amazing as God would be um within three weeks God got me my first contract in my new area and the 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 new contract was literally a 10 to 15 minute drive away from my house um I was able to come home for lunch 
I was able to pick up my daughter, take her to school myself, which in London wouldn't have happened because um, of time constraints into, uh, and obviously having to get into, into central London, which is where I was working at the time. Um, and then obviously in Shepherd's Bush, it, it just wouldn't have happened. So I was able to have a better quality of life um, from the offset, from the get-go. Um, I did take a drop in salary, but because the standard of living was so much cheaper where I am, um, it, it had no effect whatsoever. And um, it was just amazing. It was just amazing. God, God, God came through. God came through hard. For the very first time in my life, I was able to drive into work. Um, working in central London zone one or two is where I've always worked. And um, you can't drive. Well, I, I could never drive into work. Um, but here I drive in. In fact, I put on so much weight because there was just no walking. There was no, <laughs> I drive into the car park and the car park is like two, three steps away from the front door of the office so I had you know that luxury that luxury was like a big deal to me um and just having more quality time with my daughter so that God 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 came through big time God came through big time and um gave me the reassurance that he was always with me and till today you know I think the longest I've been out of contract is um probably two months that's the absolute longest um and i think that was just one instance um before then i think it's been two weeks um god has been faithful that i cannot um lie about so that's all for today folks um that was the first testimony um upon me moving into my new area i don't want to make this podcast too long so i will speak about what happened uh, what happened after that in the next episode thank you for listening